All down for what? He's trying to sing Turn Down for what? All down for what? Welcome to another episode of Hobby Night in Canada. Uh, with you as always, I guess not always. We don't have Tom with us tonight. He's uh, out feeling a little ill, so he's sick, and we're sick. sick of him. Yeah, exactly. So with me as always is Dan Ward, Mike, and I'm Steve. Uh, we're going to switch up the order a little bit of this podcast because we're going to jump into what we did this week in hobby and kind of segue into what we we gamed this week in hobby. So we'll start this episode with Shut Up and Take My Money. Uh, and I guess I'll start. I we, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. I don't know if I have a Shut Up and Take My Money, but I would like to fantasize about them taking my money because I want to purchase Smog, but at $580, I don't think I will be. What do you guys think? Yeah, I can't really blame you for that. The model is so cool, though. Like, I mean, that is one of the best kits, I think, GW, in terms of sculpt. Like, the base, did you see the detail on the treasure? Like oh, yeah, the incredible. entire base is a giant uh, dungeon, like, gold horde diorama. Yeah, and it's, like, 24 inches uh, in in diameter. Like, like it's circular almost. <laughs> it's, it's so, so girthy. It's huge. <laughs> Can't you buy a Warhound Titan for about the same amount? Uh, they're like 360 more. pounds. I, I think you can buy the Titan say. without arms. Yeah, but that okay, so pretty close. Yeah. Okay. And I don't think they've announced what uh, like medium is it? It's in. If it's it metal, doesn't say fine cast resins, so the God. assumption is that it's forge rolled cast. That'd be cool. Ooh. So yeah, I would like that. I mean, the paint job in the in the leaked pictures from the White Dwarf look unreal like just if it came if it came every metal painted for 500 in 80 dollars that would be awesome i would buy that that would be that would be a shut up and take my money thing but right now i'm going to pretend i might buy it when i know full well i won't and my actual shut up and take my money will probably be the blood angels codex i'm excited to paint some nipple guard can't get enough nipples Mm -hmm. it explains a lot about you steve i I actually like the sanguinary guard but not gold and i like them with their nipples filed off (laughs) i like nipples well who doesn't Dan, what are you gonna well, I don't, spend copious amounts of money on? I don't have any uh, cool nipple armor purchases in my future, unfortunately. Mm, but uh, too bad. No bat suits. Yeah, the I guess the current shut up and take my money thing was um, it was very recently Black Friday, oh, and yeah. uh, I got in on a couple things for that. There was uh, a small purchase from Hassle Free Miniatures. Nice. I picked up uh, quite a handful of their stuff previously, just for random odds and ends, <laughs> and. I picked up another just couple of models. I'm trying to think what they were. I think it was Frank Cisco, who's like Dirty Harry. I'm going to convert him to be Handsome Jack. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And the other one was... Just just for everybody who remembers, this is the long-running Borderlands Necromunda game that you've been working on, right? Well, also, yeah, also, kind of paint hobby project. Also now throw in some Super Dungeon experience. Yeah, I kind of want to completely, Ooh. completely Ooh. rebuild the game, because I realized that if Necromunda was really that fun, I would have been playing it this whole time. 
Yeah, it's not fun. It's, <laughs> it's second ed 40k. It's not fun. Yeah, recreating it for nostalgia alone and not because it's actually fun to play is maybe not the way to go. But uh, either way, <laughs> I mean, making this you big... You did the whole rule book, though. I know. I pretty much wrote an no, entire okay. rule book, and I don't like it anymore. But uh, all no, right, it's, it's all just one giant elaborate excuse for me to uh, convert and hopefully someday paint some Borderland-themed models. So... And, uh, yeah, so I picked up those. The other one, I think, was, I can't remember his name, but there's another um, hassle-free miniatures guy where he's got, like, a pair of, like, P90 submachine guns, and I'm going to convert him to be Roland from Borderlands. Uh, from the new Borderlands. Uh, I think he would be more in, in line with the Borderlands 1 Roland, just... Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't play a ton of Borderlands Yeah, he's, 1, so he's yeah. in both. Gotcha. But, uh, no, he's... He's going to be pretty fun, too. You need to, like, sculpt a sweet beret on him. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Big shoulder pads and stuff like that. But other than that, it looks really close, and I think that's, uh, yeah, going to be a fun little project. I've got a few models um, all converted up, and a few of them even primed and everything. You got loot chests? I do. Which would uh, actually work oddly well with Super Dungeon Explorer rules. Yeah, I was actually kind of thinking, like, that could mm. be, like, doing some big mashup, completely rewriting the rules, and using some inspiration from Super Dungeon Explorer could be okay. a fun way to keep it all about the loot. No more Super Dungeon Explorer talk, because that's, that's later. That's spoilers. Um, but yeah, so I think that was it. It was mostly the Black Library, or sorry, Black Library, Black Friday. Um, yeah, ordered some stuff from there, and also got some more Battle Foam, because you can never oh, have enough Battle Foam. Shit, I forgot to buy that. <laughs> well, it's back to being full price, so... Uh, I probably won't buy it then. Have fun with it. <laughs> There's always next year. Ward, how about you? All right, so... Shut up and take my money. It was a long time coming, but finally, Ford World has released a Imperial Fist Contemptor Dreadnought, so... Hooray! Yay! Yay! I'm super excited for that. As soon as you jerks decide to do a Ford World order and... I have free shipping. Because when oh, we did our true. with Christmas, I need to order uh, the IA three, the Anaphelion project. I can never pronounce that's that right. Four, four, whatever yeah. it is with the Tyranids. Yeah, I need to order that one. Yeah, okay. three's Tau, right? Three, sure. Is, three was Tau. Yeah, the first two yeah. were Imperial Guards, Space Marines, and then three was Tau. Four was yeah, Anaphelion project. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So let me know when you want to do that, and okay. I will give you money for a. Dreadnought. Oh, I also need. I, I also need weathering powders. This is, okay, this is I, off the top. I've, I've, <laughs> we're talking about for not the shopping I've, list. This yeah. is shut up and take my I've money. Got, I've got some of those if you need to borrow some. But okay. anyway, so yeah, he's, riveting radio. He's he is shut up and take my money, which also gets me excited that hopefully Rogaldorn is coming up soon. Yeah, we for need Joe Rogan. So Rogan. just out of curiosity, how many of them are you going to buy and not paint? What all of the Rogaldorns? <laughs> All of your Probably Imperial Fists. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Although you... Okay, we'll talk about this in this week in Hobby, but you, you are getting close to an Imperial Fist. I'd say you're about one-tenth of the way there. You got excited. I got a little excited. Yeah. Saw yellow model. Okay. Mike, how about you? Uh, I actually want a uh, board game that's being kick-started right away. It's called uh, Rum and Bones. It's, uh, it looks like a pirate game by Cool Mini or not, and it looks really, really exciting. I'm... Actually, really want to get my hands on it now. Yeah, it looked uh, it looked pretty cool from the pictures. It looked like the high quality stuff, which I kind of expect, I guess, from Cool Mini. Yeah, like yeah, like I said, I I really am starting to enjoy a lot of these board games that you have to actually paint up the miniatures. Or you don't have to, but you can, and they can still look quite gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the, sure. Because then your set looks so much better than the guy next to you, right? Like uh, my uh, stuff looks better to, than yours, not painted right now. True story. It is. It's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, I guess we should jump into This Week in Hobby, and we're going to keep going around the table. 
Uh, I managed, since the last episode, to finish up my six Ripper Swarms. Nice. Uh, so I actually have a legal Tyranid army, which consists of Swarm Lord, six Rippers, and a Moloch. <laughs> That's almost like an army. It's a human army. Uh, but yeah, I did that. Got the bases done on my Malanthropes. Also started work on Vulcan. Vulcan! So I got Vulcan's base done and his lower legs. So it was actually eh, not the most productive week, but not bad. Dan, how about you? Right on. Um, I did mostly some converting work more than anything. I was converting up a few of those Borderlands-y models. I did... Um, Again, a couple of hassle-free miniatures, converting them over. Um, I was converting Nomad into Salvador with nice. like a big, crazy, triple-barreled shotgun of awesomeness. And I uh, converted, I think, Tomoko is the name of the other miniature, where I was making her into Lilith. So she got some some of the details chopped off, and um, like she got like a new collar sculpted on and like that little tech thingy sculpted onto her leg and <laughs> I don't know weird weird bits that you would recognize if you play the video game so you should all play the video game and then look at my models and be like yeah they're awesome they're mostly the same <laughs> <laughs> they're mostly the same it's true but you know validate validate my existence please <laughs> <laughs> okay Ward uh, how about you I did a little bit of painting which yep. you guys will be excited about, so. <gasps> I know, I know. You, guys, you guys were shocked that I brought over some stuff. There was like a total eclipse this uh, week somehow that we just missed. <laughs> <laughs> some sort of bizarre celestial event. So I did some painting. I, I completed my final color scheme for the Imperial Fists on a head. Of so you have one Imperial Fist helmet done? Yes, complete. I just want to make the point. I also painted an Imperial Fist helmet this week that a Tyrant Guard is tearing off of an Imperial Fist. That just means it's a tie. <laughs> that was just so we're aware that was a small detail on one of my models yeah but I like mine way better I you did spend saying. a lot more time on it you airbrushed it on a on I didn't a pin. airbrush it looked like you did it had no. yellow paint you really it was all brush work. I, it's all brush work. I, I airbrushed the initial color but nice that's like that looks really smooth for all brush work so, I'm actually that's why it took me a little yeah while. <laughs> you can tell okay we'll take a picture and then I've been doing some drop zone also, I finally decided on a color scheme for my PHR, which is dark red and teal. What? I, I don't have mine done yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't even I, let my get a shot in on you because you don't have. You were, done I yet? was I was waiting for the shot, but I wasn't going to give you a shot. I oh, just I just finally decided. I'll on give you a shot. Don't worry. Oh, you're you. taking I'll, the high I'll ground here. here. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate so, that. Uh, so I finally got a color scheme for them. Uh, I've been told that a second starter set is the way to go. So I'll probably end up picking up one of those, and then. Uh, Doing some airbrush work on that as well. Oh, and also, starter command. sets are only like 50 bucks, you know that, yeah. too, right? And you need command. And a I monorail. 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 Mono. Don't. <laughs> uh, and then I did some uh, tiny bits of work on some War Machine, and I think that's about it. Nice. I do have to say that oh, the oh. HR look oh. really good Thank with you. that uh, hex pattern. And then, like I said before, Mike would either be excited or mad at me for working on it, but I did it was also mad. clean some Imperial Aeronautica. Aeronautica Imperialis? Aeronautica Imperialis, there we go. That is, that is a throwback. That's like, that's like starting a gothic fleet. Did you know that? <laughs> I, have, I have a the, lot of those, too. That you've all broken your promise to me. You you, you all have. You were promising okay, to play me so a game yeah, of Aeronautica. I, I, you know what? I actually... You promised me dystopian wars, and you promised me drop zone. You all broke your promises. 
Yep. Shame <laughs> on you. Shame on you. Maybe my New Year's resolution will be to not lie to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't decided I yet. Hobby Night in Canada's entire resolution <laughs> is we stop <laughs> lying to Mike. That's lying. the worst, worst <laughs> resolution ever. <laughs> I like You're it. Not nice people. Did you know that? Kind of like it. But you know, I, we mean it. Fair, in, uh, we mean it well. But to f- be fair, I wanna, I wanna do the Aeronautica because I wanna run a game for all you guys. So now you wanna play? Well, you ran Super like, Dungeon because I wanted to play before. Well, you right? ran Super Dungeon Explorer, so I figured that'd be fitting if I ran a mm. game right. for everybody. So because I've got everything except orcs. So what do I run for you guys? Like forty k? Like that's just <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I don't know anything that you guys don't play. Get, Space get Hulk. Like, <laughs> like, what are we gonna do? I got Space Hulk. I've never played Space Hulk, so... Oh. What? what? You own four sets. I only own three. Oh, sorry. And you've never played? Really? Nope. <laughs> wow. I painted the librarian. Yeah, okay. that is blowing my mind. Okay. I've played. That'll be Steve's game. I will run you through... <laughs> okay, that's... I'm, I feel good now. <laughs> All right, that's it for me. Mike. Oh, I had, like, a huge uh, back and forth week, I guess. I... Started off with some super dungeon explorer painting, and then I uh, started painting Mortarian and getting him ready. He's all primed and and magnetized, and then just as I was about to put a different color other than primer black on him, in through the door came my long-awaited Robotech Kickstarter, and I've been putting models together for days now. (laughs) There are so many parts on those things. They it's look pretty ridiculous. detailed for for the, they're fully in like plastic injection. Yeah, molded. absolutely. And there's a good twenty to thirty pieces per model, depending upon which model you're making. It's which for that scale is intense. Yeah, yeah. Let's imagine a space marine with twenty or thirty pieces. So it's it's kind of taking a little longer than I want to. <laughs> <laughs> so many mold lines. Ward would be in heaven. Yeah, you really would. Everybody you else would. thinks that's hell. <laughs> yeah, I, she's truly I really right like now. building models. What yeah, can I yeah. say? So. But yeah, I really want to finish off the lot. Like, my Super Dungeon and Explorer models are so close to being done. I mean, if I spend maybe three more hours, I got five more popped out and done and ready to go. So, speaking of Super Dungeon Explorer, what did we do last Tuesday? We ran a game and I tried to kill you, but you wouldn't let me. Yeah, so we <laughs> succeeded in killing me. Oh yeah, I killed Dad. Right. I, I almost killed Ward, but somebody <laughs> brought him back. You brought yeah, Bab back. I brought him oh. back. So, before we talk about this, uh, <laughs> I think we should go around the table and sort of give our ranking. Because I don't think anybody here is going to give it a low rank. Well, let's just talk about Super Dungeon Explorer first. I, I want to just say I had so much fun playing. So I thought it was a great game. Those of you that don't know what it is, is, Super Dungeon Explorer is a tabletop game where you can paint the miniatures. Or leave them if you don't want to, but they look way better painted. From Cool Mini or not. It's done in a, what is it? Chibi, chibi, chibi oh god, I don't know Chibi anime style? Yes. Yeah, they're the oversized heads. Uh, sort of your typical, uh, I guess. Big doe eyes. Yeah. Yep. Typical yep. anime style. They all so, look like Wind Waker for, like, Zelda, if ooh, you're familiar okay, with the reference. Yeah, mm-hmm. but little tiny legs and hands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the idea is that somebody plays a dungeon master, and you have a bunch of heroes that want to run around the dungeon and explore and uh, find some treasure. And be super. And be super at it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Excellent. Excellent. Um but uh, there's tons of different characters that you can pick and choose from. There's lots of them that are coming out in expansions, correct? Yes, yes, there's a lot of expansions. So you can buy extra heroes that are coming out, extra mm-hmm. like villains, that sort of thing, um, as expansions. Um, so we played with the core set 
Uh, did we? Plus a few little extras. Yeah, right? a few little extras. Like you guys took yeah, okay. uh, a couple of the heroes from Von Dark because that's the link. The link one is from uh, Von Dark expansion and but you both picked what you picked paladin and you picked uh you took you, the, you guys had you the, took the wear panda the wear panda yeah <laughs> those the wear, the wear what was panda. the name of that character again that was angry bear and the druid yes yes angry, yes, yes. angry bear and the druid and you had the royal paladin, paladin. yeah so, so those for, two are from the core so for anybody that hasn't played the game they have sort of your typical classes that you would have in like an mmo that kind of thing you have your tank your healer your utility character your mm-hmm. dps they, there's basically a character to suit any video game sort of trope. Yeah, they do seem to be very much like the like the fighter and the monk and the white wizard and stuff like that. Like a lot of the very old um, like RPG Final Fantasy type mm-hmm. archetypes. And as a side note, this game is actually based on old video games where yeah, they're sixteen bit and thirty two bit. So much of the so much of the artwork is really reminiscent of the old video games for sure. So I played like we were saying the druid uh, panda Angry transforming. Panda. Yeah, and well, basically, he just painted up as a panda. You can paint it up as a bear. You could, but the panda was way cooler as a panda. Let's panda be honest was here. Awesome. And the artwork, he's also <laughs> wearing he's a panda. Um, but yeah, I was a DPS character. Uh, I would say. Yeah, you're, you could be a tank, but you're more yeah. Yeah, but depending on the equipment you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Dan, what do you play? I played uh, the Link character. I basically stole it because I assumed Ward was going to take it. Which and he was. I'm, a, sure. was I'm just a spiteful <laughs> asshole, so... Uh, <laughs> totally grabbed uh, that character, and that was a utility character, so... Yeah, he, 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 he was ranged, and he had little extras he could do. Like, yeah, with his boomerang. Like, he has his little boomerang thing that he can scoop treasure up from a distance and everything, and uh, he's also really fast as well, which is cool. Yeah, and the, the getting the treasure at a distance sort of saved us. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. Well, save two out of the three. Yeah, well, it save you. <laughs> yeah. did not save me at all. Ward, what did you play? I played the Royal Paladin, uh, so kind of like a fighter-healer combo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I had a healer ability, which if I rolled hearts, I basically doubled the amount of stuff that I could heal. Uh, and then I can easily deal out some decent amount of damage, too. So And you had an Iron Halo. Yeah, so you were Halo. basically a space marine. Let's be honest yep. here. Um... <laughs> So one of the key sort of mechanics of the game is you were the dungeon master, yep. Mike. And I you tried had, to kill you as, as, as much as I can. Yeah, and you had waves that yep. spawned of enemies. And what were the waves? The waves were, well, basically you get your small waves, which is all 8-bit kind of monsters. And they all can be popped off with one hit, but there's a lot of them. There's usually four per spawn point. There's three spawn points. So there's 12 of these little buggers popping up every turn. Yeah. And then as you progress, some of the bigger stuff starts to pop off. As like you kill big, them, each yes. time you kill them, the track moves along. And yeah, you it get moves along. And once the track gets to 16-bit, then you get the bigger monsters like the big fire beetle and the big, huge Rex Oh, yeah, that guy beetle was club. kind of a dick. Yep. <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> yeah, I just lit everything on fire. <laughs> yeah, the fire sucks in that game. Like... <laughs> and then, of course, as you build it up, it builds up for the final boss spawn and that was the dragon starfire in this particular one yeah and Which that, we had to, that dude was a super dick <laughs> we, we had to plan okay well you run this way i'm gonna take off this way and hide and uh somebody running get the treasure exactly so one of the the other mechanics of the game is the dice that you roll you basically have color-coded dice so you start with uh red no you start with blue 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 and they have less hits on those ones. Yeah, like there's like uh, one one star, one two star, and a heart. So, and the other half of the dice is blank, and blank gives you diddly squat. Yeah, so you basically need stars to do damage star- and a heart to get health. Back. Yeah, to get health back. 
and as you get better items or you have a better ability on your character, you can roll the blue dice, which has... No, no, red, red dice. dice. Red dice, sorry. I got them completely yeah, backwards. Red dice has uh, <laughs> two blank spots. Uh, or, yeah, two blank spots. Yeah, two. And then the final one is the green dice. If you can get, uh, Those are usually the really good treasure marks. And if you're Mike, you always roll four. Every <laughs> time, no matter what, nothing but four. Which basically is four. almost going to kill you every time <laughs> you do that. So the, you're not the, sour about that at all. Not that, at all. That, that was a bit ridiculous how it was like, <laughs> can't roll a three or a two maybe once in a while? Um, but the way... You rolled a two once after I called... Or sorry, a three once after I called him <laughs> on it. So none of the heroes start with uh, the green dice. No, you they get a, some reds and blues. Reds. Yeah. Uh, and so I think, what was it, Dan? You got super defensive because you had a bunch of gear where you could roll like a million blue oh God. dice. By the end of it, I had, I was rolling, I think, six blue, six dice, blue dice for defense, but discarding the highest. Because apparently my armor was cursed. Yeah. So I got to roll a million <laughs> dice, but discard the highest one, which I never should have taken that item. Which is a terrible I clearly item. didn't read the card, <laughs> and then I couldn't get rid of it. <laughs> But My, uh, Mike noticed it when it was important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once, once the final boss came, he told me that my armor was cursed. So the, that was neat. The way you do damage or, or stop damage is you roll your attack dice, and the uh, defender gets to roll their armor dice. Right. And, and you if just it have matches. It you know damage is taken more of you. The defender rolls more. He doesn't take damage. But if the attacker rolls more. You take a point of damage. So the little minions would roll one or two, two blue, blue dice, dice. Uh, and we would be rolling like two blues or, and a red, or a blue or red, or something. yeah, something like that. So usually it's a little bit it's stacked for the the hero characters in the beginning, which it should be. And as you get your items, you get a little bit better. But then things like the final boss show up, which was where things get hairy. Like we were totally doing fine. We were like, yeah, everybody's got good health after the final like mini boss, and we were getting ready for the final dragon. I think everybody had full health, right? Yeah, we were all fully healed up by the time the big dragon spawned. It was yeah. a bit. It was a bit of a. Some of us got down low in health and like had to work to get healed back up. Like it wasn't easy. We were doing fine, and then this stupid dragon spawns after we killed the final <laughs> enemy. And what was its damage right off the bat? Oh, it like, just said everybody was on fire right away. Yeah, so yeah it does that. He sets everybody on fire, but the dragon rolls. What is it, like a green, two reds, and two blues, or something like that? Well, okay, what it does is once you spawn, you, you draw... I just mean for its native damage. For each damage. spawn point, because you guys didn't get rid of enough spawn points, I got to draw two cards. Oh, okay. And I got to pick one of those cards, and on those cards, I oh, got to put one. Oh, I didn't know that. Right away. Yeah, yeah. That's so convenient, that's why Mike. <laughs> <laughs> didn't tell us. So that's why he was so good. I saw what he was it's doing. It's because you gave him more options card. to be good, and he had the extra So card. we weren't kiting the, the little minions. We were, we were actually... Should have probably gone after some of the spawn points, is what you're saying. But yes. This, but yes. not going after the spawn point helped because then I could attack it and get more hearts for us to heal. Like, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was it's a little bit of this, a little yeah. bit of that. But yeah. basically, he had two red, two blue, and a green attack dice, which, if anybody's played the game, is actually quite a bit. Yeah, like <laughs> for yeah. myself, when I had my six defense dice, a lot of the time I was rolling like four or five defense total. And Mike's like, oh, dodge a 12. Like, <laughs> God damn it, Mike. I can't. I can't do that. I literally can't do that. Here's That's a nine, not here's possible. Here's an 11. Just, uh, yeah, yeah that was a bit ridiculous. But not possible. So the only reason we managed to actually win the game is by sacrificing Dan. Uh, <laughs> we told Dan to run off and get the, the treasure at the other end of the board, which you did. And he got a green ranged attack. Yeah, by the end there, I was slinging like, almost as much damage as the dragon was. Which and then I made him really, really mad, and then he squished me. Yeah, so you did enough damage <laughs> to take him down. And the thing also, when you kill half of his damage points, 
half oh, the yeah. monsters come back. Yes, yeah. Yeah, you just get, once you get the dragon down from eight to four or whatever it is, it's just like, oh, there's a bunch more minions, so have fun. Which which was okay, because again, Dan ran, yeah. got the ability, we could scared kill the Mike, Mike flew over to kill Dan, we killed all the minions. No, no, I didn't healed. fly over two, I actually did kill him. I, I, well, I killed you, him. Yeah, you just in one go. But you went over to kill him because you were scared of him. Yeah, you went over to the other side of the map, <laughs> and we got to deal with the minions. And heal at the and same heal. time. And yeah, heal, and then when you showed up with your three health left, we wailed on you. <laughs> <laughs> but for the record, if it had gone another turn, you guys might not have made it because you were pretty close. Yeah, yeah, you were both. Oh yeah, you were both hurting. You were oh, both yeah. almost dead and on fire, which oh, is yeah. a bad no, no. I would have died if I didn't. If I didn't yeah, kill you, you in the last roll, I would have died. I had and one then health You left. had like two health left or something. Health left. So if you're on fire and you don't put it out by the end of the turn, you're just dead. So I would have been dead that turn if I didn't kill you and win the game. Yeah. <laughs> The other thing that I really liked is uh, the treasures in this. Uh, you flip over after you kill three, three monsters. After, I think it's every three monsters you kill, you get to flip over a loot card. A loot card. So the loot, the loot cards are pretty cool because they will go in one of four, four spots on your character. So like above, right, left, yeah. or below. And they're all different color coded so you know exactly which spot they take over. Yeah. So you can have up to four extra items essentially that your character carries around and, yep. and uses which i think is really awesome in the way that they slide in on underneath the cards yeah it, it yeah looks pretty sweet. very cool setup and the way that you managed to get ridiculous number of dice is by getting a, a magic item that allowed you to double your yeah, number it was, of equipped cards it, it was, was like the gem of greed or something which <laughs> lets you take two items of each color on your like for extra items yeah so i got stacked up pretty aggressively for my ranged attacks and then yeah Pulled all of the boss monster aggro, and shit went bad. <laughs> but well, I softened him up for you. You did. Well, if you did, hadn't done that, we would have lost. So I would have burned to death, and you would have been smashed. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. No, all in all, I uh, actually didn't have super huge expectations for it. I didn't think it was going to be... I'm not really into that art style. Mm -hmm. The game mechanics are awesome, and I would give that game easily a 5 out of 5. 5 hockey pucks. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it, it's a very simple mechanic in some way, but there's a lot of depth to it in others. There's a lot of variety with the items, variety with the characters. Reminded me of X-Wing in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's when you take a lot of those simpler mechanics but add just enough nuance to it to make it like really, you know, di like tactical, and there's like not a lot of easy decisions a lot of the time yeah. in those games. So it just makes it a ton of fun. Like, yeah, we had to you learn like crazy. You learn the game within about five or ten minutes of playing it, but actually... The difference between playing those first few rounds versus fighting the bosses and then the final boss, like, it ramps up exponentially every step of yeah, the way. Yeah, that dragon so. really, really nearly fucked us. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really like the fact that, really that you can actually, there's enough characters that you can change it up and, it, and get a different feel for it or try a different yeah. way to well, it. Because we didn't have, we didn't have a, a set healer for the group no. either. <laughs> Which was stupid, apparently. Another thing that hey, noobs did that hey, shouldn't have happened. We, we survived. You're basically just like, let's do damage and not worry about things. <laughs> we got uh, this. But the thing that I like about it is it's, uh, I guess... Um, an expandable board game. It feels like if you bought the main set, you could have fun playing that as, a, as just a board so game for a lot of time. Just out of curiosity, how many heroes come in the core set? Do you remember? Oh, jeez. I think it's nine. So come. quite a oh, really? few. I was expecting it to be more like four or five. No, no, no. There's you get, it's, a it's, you, get, you get a good amount. I don't know. It's seven or nine. It's one of the two, but there's huh. a good amount. There's a dwarf. There's a sorceress. There's a 
a hex. There's a there's a Bar- lot. Barbarian. Barbarian. There's a dwarf. There's the angry bear. The druid. Yeah. So you know, right Paladin. there, we're getting close to seven to eight, nine characters. And then each time you buy one of the big expansions, there's three heroes in there. Okay. Plus all the monsters. Plus all the monsters and mini bosses and the boss because that comes with it. And then. You can also buy little boxes that just have one off, and they're either yeah, a small mini which box. Which you had that day. Or whole new heroes to play with as well. So, okay, cool. Which you had, uh, so a bunch of expansions. Yeah, so yeah, I, I like just, that. I the just ideas. came in the day we played. It's like, oh, I want to play with these. Oh, they're not painted. Damn it. I really like <laughs> that uh, that mechanic, though. Not the mechanic, I guess, that business model where you can you can buy, like, can you imagine if they'd done that with Space Hulk? Like, where they had, you could get a new. Oh, just buy another Broodlord, buy a guy with an assault yeah. cannon. Like, that would have been super cool. Like, it's just really yeah. fun, the fact that you can totally change up your game by buying, I don't know how much they are. They're things. about 10 bucks. That's nothing. To 11 bucks per little guy. And but it comes that comes with a card. card, comes with a special, if it's a boss, it comes with a treasure card, and it comes with a miniature. That's awesome. I think that's great, the way you can change up the game so fast. The expansions, do they come with new dungeons, tiles? No. So no, you only don't. get the starting dungeon. But, to be fair... It, they, there's so much fan stuff out there. You can make your own boards. Oh, you totally. can buy can it, yeah. 3D boards that add a whole new dimension really? to it as well. Yeah. Really? There's yeah. some pretty sweet yeah, I was harassing boards. Mike because he brought over all these cool models and painted models and all this other stuff. And then I went online and saw some of these like homemade crazy 3D boards and everything. And I was like, why didn't you bring one of these, Mike? <laughs> yeah. Th- thanks, Dan. He painted up all the <laughs> models for us to play with. No, that wasn't... Uh, can't thank you enough for bringing over the game because that was really, really yeah, fun. That was, I was surprised. I, I definitely agree with Steve. That game was a lot more fun than I was expecting. I was expecting it to be good because I've heard good things about it. But, but it was like, it? Yeah, it was really addictive. Again, I think it's oh, part of it is that mechanic of having those custom dice. Yeah. And the different colors of them is a really elegant way of having your, like, low, medium, and high-powered dice. Like, when you get to roll the green dice, finally, after watching it, like, kick your ass for so long, it feels (laughs) You realize how important the green dice is, did you? And just to make you feel better, I also got the Kickstarter new core box for this set. Nice. And all the stuff that comes Okay, we're we're show notes. These are going to go in the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm just showing Steve. I'm showing Steve 3D boards that some people So I don't know So, okay, Dan, did you want to rate it? What's the ranking? (sighs) Yeah, it's pretty hard not to give it a five. At this point, the price point is pretty low. Um, like I've seen the starter sets on the shelf for what, like seventy dollars at a no, game board 30, store. No, 30, 40 bucks. Oh, for I thought the, it was more than the that. Expansion even. ones. This is well. I was thinking the core sets. Oh, the core sets a hundred and something. Yeah. Well, wherever actually, I saw it for eighty, might have been a good deal. Yes, That's you should have got it. You, you know what though? It. When you're talking like uh, um, uh, Sultan or Dark Vengeance, you get a lot of yeah. miniatures in it. You get uh, all the kobolds. You get a boss. You get two minis. You get all the characters I talked. And there's something else. He comes oh, all the spawn points. All the treasure chests. Okay, it's all in there. But Dan does raise a valid yeah. point. Why didn't you bring that? <laughs> Those tables are awesome. The, t- the 3D stuff is unreal. <laughs> so this game apparently ramps up like crazy if you yes, want to go in. Yes, uh, if you want to hobby it, it ramps up yeah. really quick. Invest and yes, it. I am actually looking into that. Thank Ooh, you very much. But no, the, the game is, it's it seems affordable to get into. There's a lot of variety there. It's wildly entertaining. I got to give it a five. Okay, Ward, you own it. I do I do own it. I like the fact that again, like uh new kits are coming out for it all the time. Uh the Von Drac Manor uh basically has a vampire that you fight as a boss. That's sweet. So yeah, and like little skeletons and Oh I like I really like yeah. this game. So <laughs> So I think that we gotta play that with Tom 
oh, now totally. for next time against Von Drack Manor. I think I think Tom was of the persuasion that it wasn't going to be that fun. It was ridiculous fun. Like it was the amount of teamwork required mm-hmm. to play the game. Like we we were like, okay, who's gonna take this piece of loot? Because in the beginning you were totally like, I'm gonna be a dick and I'm gonna take all the loot. And then we started playing. And it was kind of like that. And then we started realizing like, no 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 no. We actually need to think about this. Like you're gonna take this loot. I'm gonna take the the DPS stuff. Like it was really you have to play it, and it gets kind of frantic. Yeah, you know, like it's fun. Yeah, once people start taking a couple of hits. You start to panic a little bit because yeah. there's like it's very hard to bring anybody back unless you have that resurrection charm. Yeah, well, usually when you're dead, you're dead and don't get to play anymore, so you don't want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry. when I died, it did suck. I got to come back. I think wasn't it me or was it you that got to? Got I got resur- to come back. You got I rather. killed you, but yeah, he brought you back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike, what would you give it? Oh, I give it a five out of five. I've liked it for a long time, but my only complaint is I've never played as a player. That's because you keep running games. You know, oh, yeah. next time I'll, I'll do I'll do the dungeon master and try to kill you guys and, and Tom. Yeah, and Mike was uh, saying earlier as well. There's actually an arcade mode coming yeah, up. Yeah, that that's has with the no new DM, expansion for which the I love Kickstarter. The game. Yeah, for the for the expansion that comes out for the Kickstarter, there is an arcade mode, and in that you all can play and that's team yours. up against it. And it's supposed to have mechanics sort of like a zombie side where it ramps up and then they start coming at you and what kind of reactions you do, they react to it. Okay. I'm, I'm actually, uh, I've been thinking uh, that I'm going to pick this one up too. This is this is one that uh, you don't have to be. I think, like I was said, I made the same comparison to X-wing, where people that aren't tabletop gamers, you know what I mean, yeah. where they're it's not. A, it's a gateway drug. It's a, it's a, yes, that's the exactly. Like. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, I like the comparison to X-wing because again, like you don't think that it's going to be that involved, but then when it comes down to like X-wing, you really got to plan your moves and and such. And this the same sort of thing, right? Where you're just yeah. like, what kind of? Like, I think this is even. Did I, get I think on this is there? even better as a gateway drug, though. If we're talking gateway board gaming. Um, <laughs> Because, because this, this I think I could convince my wife to play. X-Wing? Oh, totally. Mm, no, without so a doubt. Because at the same time, you don't have to pre-plan anything. You just have to pick your character, and what comes up in the decks how? is what you're going to you get. You just have to know how to play your character, and that might actually take a little bit of thought behind it. Yeah, I mean, yeah knowing how to play it properly and plan your strategies is one thing, but your character is one card. Like, you uh, don't have a whole pile of cards and upgrades and all the other stuff right off the bat. Like, it does... The game itself, like when you're starting in the beginning with your basic character against basic enemies, and the way it slowly and gradually ramps up as the game goes on, again, it's, it kind of is like, you know, the, it's like the intro levels of a video game. Oh, yeah. In the beginning, you start off with the basic mechanics, and then it gets obviously a lot more difficult and uh, more fancy as you go along. So. And you know what? The characters are perfect for that sort of like, they're just a little bit comedic. They're good sculpts. They're not, like I said, they're not my favorite style. But there are characters in there that I like and would paint. Like I really yeah. found the angry panda hilarious. <laughs> I, <hate that. laughs> I might I might give it some rat stains on some parts of his anatomy, oh, but you know. Oh. You could paint him in San Francisco Giants colors? Oh, I guess I could. I'd go Pablo didn't he, Sandoval. Didn't he get traded though? He, well he's I last I heard I'm sad, I don't even know. You heard he was going <laughs> to Boston. Oh, Boston. Yeah, I heard he was on, he's free agent. Anyways, we're off topic. The, the, the other, I like the to other... throw Steve a bone once in a while with baseball. <laughs> oh, Pavel's on the ball. I hope you stay. <laughs> the, the other big thing is like once this expansion actually comes out that me and Mike have chipped on in kick kicks, on Kickstarter. What did you say? Kick harder? Kick harder. <laughs> Get him to make it come out now, damn it. I like that. <laughs> kick, on the kick harder. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, it comes with new tiles as well. So yes. at that really? point, at that okay, point, cool. you can expand the board. And, and there's actually a tiles. tile set that you can buy if you wanted to. That is more. And they're all oh. double sided yes. as well. So yes. I mean that. Oh yeah, you did look at it. Those tiles were, yeah. they were all double sided. And there's five. Yeah, you so. were showing me when we started. So you're like flipping them over. Uh, no, I uh, now this leads me to my next point. Does anybody want me to let me borrow their set this weekend? I have some friends coming over that I want to play board games with, and I think they'd like it. I don't have a set. Don't look at me. How about you? Can I borrow your set? I could probably do Okay, perfect. So Moving on. <laughs> I ha- what time are you home tomorrow? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but that's that's how much I, I'm going to play it with non-gamer friends. I'm mm-hmm. excited. Uh, moving on to our next topic, or I guess our last topic, is tournament prep. So we're coming into the holiday season. Some people have some time off, and we've got some tournaments in the new year. Mm-hmm. I know I'm prepping for some stuff. Uh, Same here. Mike, what are you working on? Right now, um, I've got to work on my dystopian stuff because I want to get the, my new fleet, my Prussians, done for a grudge match against uh, John Wong. The nemesis. nemesis. The nemesis because he deserves to get beat down just because he likes it. But yeah, I'm, I've got to get my dystopian <laughs> stuff ready. Are you going to play like 4,000 points against his 1,000 points? See, I, I, the problem is, is I've got such, so bad, such a bad ADD when it comes to hobby that the, the Robotech tugs me this way, and then you, your army say, hey, how come you haven't painted Mortarian? And then, then I'm looking at my <laughs> Super Dungeon Explorer stuff, and going, I should really finish this off because I'm so close. And yeah, it's just... Don't have so a nervous weird. breakdown over hobbying, okay? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be okay. <laughs> you got to breathe once in a while. I am in the same boat. I really want to finish Vulcan because that model is going to take me years. Oh my god, it's so much detail. I really want to finish painting that. Uh, I'm getting excited about my Blood Angels coming out. And my tournament prep is actually my Tyranids for Las Vegas Open, and I want to get them done for um, uh, out of the basement so I can get some practice with them since I've never actually played an 1850 game with them. Yeah, going to the LVO with something you've never used before would be a little insane, but... Yeah, uh, which means my, my Eldar may make the trip again. Uh, but I think I can get a few games in with the Tyranids. There's not a ton of models there. They're just mostly big bugs. Um, although apparently if you do the math with the Turbogon over a couple of turns, you need like 60 Gaunts. Didn't really see that coming. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) you got some work to do, son. Yeah, average rolls without rolling any doubles, you need 60 Gaunts over the course of a game. For one? One. That's a little terrifying. Did they change the roll? No, it's three. Three dice. So the average roll on three dice is ten. If you don't roll doubles over, uh, five turns with a little bit of extra leeway for some big rolls. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were going. You're going for the best possible. You're not going for the average because even average. average are, I thought know, the average was twenty or twenty five or something like well, that. Well, average average with roll is, is, is well, before 10. you fail. 5. Before you fail, I thought the average is about twenty. Yeah, but if you don't fail and you want to have those those gaunts available for those okay. games where you need them, you're looking at sixty gaunts pretty yeah, much to pretty have shit. careful numbers <laughs> or like numbers that you may need. And uh, if you're if you're gonna go to Buy a ticket to go down to the LVO. I want to have all the tools at my disposal that I might need. Yeah, that makes I'm playing sense. a pretty, pretty glass hammery Tyranid list. It's a walking monster mash Tyranid list. This is not a lot of room for error, <laughs> especially when we're talking adamantine lance and all sorts of crazy high end tournament lists. You are going to be playing in out of the basement though, right? Yeah, that's going to be my practice round. But they're playing 1750, so it's actually going to be very tough for me to tailor my list down. Uh, yeah, trimming points is always a huge challenge in 40k. Well, when you're playing a monster mash list, where does 100 points come out? Like, one monster isn't 100 points. Like, I can drop a Malanthrope and it's 85, and then i got to find, like, one uh, or one or two uh, okay. Carnifexes lose 
like the the bioplasma or something. I, like it's just really tough to trim from from the 1850 to 1750 with that list. So Fair right now at the beginning of December, what what does your timeline look like for getting ready for an event? Utter panic right now uh, because I still really want to paint Vulcan, and that's a stupid thing to do. And I know that's dumb, but I'm forcing myself to paint Tyranids. Um, so the the timeline right now is to finish the Carnifexes because they're the most work, um, and then the next thing is try and finish the Tyrant Guard. And if I can get all that done, I'll be okay. Um, really, then you'll I be have... okay. You sure you're okay still at that point? I'll be okay. Nothing else that you have to paint up at all. Drop some commander. Really I can't look at that yet. Yeah, okay, all right. I just, just a question, Steve. But the just problem a... is I want to bring my drop zone down to the LVO because there's going to be open gaming on the Friday night and there's a drop zone tournament there. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's just brutal. Um, I might bring it down anyways and just play it on painted for some pickup games. We'll see. That might be the best it goes. I know. You can you can mercilessly no, mock I, me. I no, can't, I can't even look at you right now, Steve. Oh, I, I'm sorry. You said unpainted. <laughs> I know. Uh... <laughs> But that's where I'm at, so I'm going to try and get that stuff done, and if I can finish that, then I figure the Tyrannocytes, if need be, I can sort of make them just look really fleshy. Gross. <laughs> upsetting. But Some fleshy tips? Oh, so many fleshy tips. <laughs> the Tyrannocytes are going to look so Lovecraft, it's going to be good. So normally a tournament you would be prepping before two months then, you would say? Or... <laughs> Well, this, I mean, this... This group here can't talk about this. <laughs> this group doesn't prep two months. That's so, our, but that's I mean, our but MO. I mean, because I don't have to. But you're, painting, oh. but you're painting a whole new army at the same time, right? Yeah, so and I mean, I've been dragging my feet on getting the Forge Painting order. a new whole army? If I've I never done anything like that before. What's that like, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I have. Never mind. Mike, you don't count. Oh, but you said I so. Setting cold. That's just cold, upsetting. dude. No, the 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 way to do it is if you want to paint a new army for a tournament season, you should have it done before that year's season, not just one event in the middle of the season. You want to practice with it and build it up to an event, uh, sort of a premier event. That makes yeah, sense. I think I think so, like a good six month window for starting a new army from scratch is pretty reasonable. Like you got to get some games in too. Yeah, I've done the one or two month window thing before, and it usually involves lots of rushing, lots of sleep deprivation, and generally a shitty overall experience. Yeah, and I'm, so, I'm kind of <laughs> starting to panic about that, but I think I can do it. <laughs> I think I can do it, and I can probably get a month. I'm hoping of gaming in beforehand. That would be nice. Well, I mean, if you if you wrap up before out of the basement and then you basically have pretty much a month to keep playing yeah I might even I might in all honesty drop the tyrannocytes for out of the basement because they're uh, 150 points and then I'll just find 50 points of crap somewhere to throw on the list maybe some poorly painted gene stealers or something just for out of the basement <laughs> um yep uh the the gene the, if I do that then at least I can play with the majority of the list get some some games in because I mean you don't want to practice at a tournament but if you have to practice at a tournament, as much as I love out of the basement, I'm I'm not paying a plane for a plane ticket down to Vegas. <laughs> if that makes sense, at least right, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you can take a little bit more risk there. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, hometown tournament exactly. How about you guys? You got any tournaments coming up in the year? Well, um, for myself, for out of the basement, I will probably be looking at the running X wing, right? So how much painting uh, do you have to do? The one where you don't have to paint. The one where painting is completely optional, and that's okay. Um, no, depending on... I should play games like that. Depending <laughs> on what what I feel like running at the time, there's a good chance I'll be running um, something along the lines of Dash Rendar and, like, one support ship by that point. Dash Rendar! And I'm already... My Dash hasn't come yet because he shipped the day before Black Friday, and I hear Black Friday is busy for shipping. Yeah. So yeah, it has bit. not arrived yet. It's... Well... 
theoretically, the estimated delivery date is tomorrow, so I might have it before the weekend. The Dash Rendar, or the YT2400 or whatever it is, yep. looks sweet, and looks like he's going to fill a pretty cool role for the Imperial uh, fleet. Or for the Rebels. Rebels yeah. fleet, yeah. Yeah, he's, right. he's definitely is very different. He's, you know, mid to high pilot skill. He's got some, if you give him the heavy laser cannon, he has a huge blind spot in his firing arc, because the heavy laser cannon doesn't work at range one. Oh, really? So, so you get inside. So if you can stick to him like glue, he actually can't fire back. Huh. So he should play like nothing else in the game. Really looking forward to giving him a go. And I'm kind of already theorizing how I want to do some customization on the model. And I might try to do some stuff like pop the laser cannons off and magnetize them so they rotate. Well, that'd be cool. But I'm really hoping I can find online somebody else that took him apart so I know how it pops apart before I start just like hacking at him with an exacto knife. So. Yeah, that's a bad idea to do that. Be the first one. So, what are you what are you thinking for practice games? Are you going to are you going to are you worried about a particular list or uh, you let's publicize that. <laughs> well, well, let's be honest here. I think it's I think people are pretty pretty open with uh, with X-Wing lists. Yeah, and the X-Wing community actually because so many of the people play online with Vassal, um, there's actually a lot of people who have like massive experience with these ships already cuz um, they were pre-sold at Gen Con, so all the information was known about them. So they were fully programmed into Vassal, and there's a major tournament on uh, Team Covenant, for example, where they actually just finished up. And I mean, this is like national and world champion level players that are all playing with it with all the Wave 5 stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's, so there's Vassal game logs and like YouTube battle reports and Twitch battle reports and stuff of like world-class players playing the same type of lists already. And I've So what do you think the problem of them? Um... For Dash Rendar, one of his problems is, A, he's pilot skill 7, so there are skill 8 and 9 natural players that can move after him to get into his blind spot, which is bad. Um, but also, a lot of the good Dash builds um, use push the limit, so you're taking stress to get free actions, and that becomes a problem if your opponents can put stress or ion tokens on you, because mm-hmm. the second you can't start clearing the stress as fast as you're generating it, you're screwed. Mm, gotcha. Like, Dash really needs his mobility, his barrel rolls, his boosts in order to maintain proper distance so he can get to shoot. Because he's the biggest ship in the game that has a barrel roll, right? Yeah, he's the currently the, he's the only large base ship that has a natural boost or a barrel roll, and most people run him actually with the engine upgrade so he can do both. Nice. That makes sense. That's so fair. If you're going to pay the points for it, you might as well get utility out of it for mobility. Yeah, absolutely. And so so he's a little bit a little bit exposed against players who move after him with boost. He's a little bit suffer. He suffers a little bit against stuff like Rebel Captive, where they can uh, stress you yeah. out and. Well, I forgot that they and take away your actions, like a Vader shuttle. Uh, no, not so much the Vader shuttle as something along the lines of um, a fire spray or a Phantom with Rebel Captive, because the second you target that ship, you take a stress. Mm. Gotcha. And then you resolve your shots. So then, if he's already used push the limit that turn, he's starting the next turn with two stress. He can't, can't clear. clear it. He can't take his actions. He's a sitting duck. Gotcha. So you kind of have to, like, not use one of your best abilities when you're taking on that matchup. So it is pretty scary. So everybody out there listening to this podcast, take some stress and Take Whisper crap. with Veteran Instincts, and nothing could possibly go wrong. Especially <laughs> if you have, you know, Rebel Captive and Advanced Cloaking Device and Fire Control System. That's a totally, totally <laughs> good matchup for me. Yeah. Just... <laughs> so but no, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. So since you don't have to... Paint essentially if you don't want to. So to, you don't really have any what tournament what, prep. What kind of timeline do you? No, but we do have. For, he does because we are going to offer a, a best presentation for X Wing. I'm pretty sure at the basement. Yeah, but I'm saying for like a game system like that, if you if you don't paint, let's say you're not <laughs> painting anymore, 
what kind of timeline would you be looking at for playing games? Uh, for X-Wing, if it was, again, it was a major tournament, you might want a few weeks so that you could get in uh, multiple games against the main archetypes, especially the ones that you're a little bit worried about, yeah. or the ones that you're expecting to be like very prominent. So you'd probably want a couple of games against a Swarm, a couple of games against a Han Solo or another like you know Millennium Falcon list, um, maybe a game or two against some of the Rebel Swarmy lists, now that they have a lot of Z95s. So um, it's getting more common to see stuff like a couple of high price like B-Wings and then just a crap load of you know, Bandit or Taylor Squadron mooks to fill out, um, fill out some points. So I think if you could play maybe 6 to 10 practice games for a small event, you'd probably be in great shape with your list and uh, get an idea of what the good matchups are and give you some ideas. But because of the Team Covenant Open, there's also a lot of really good you know, expert level play online that you can check and see how other people are flying the squads. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good resource, too. There's lots of good stuff. So you're going to call me in January, probably. Yeah, we'll, we'll get some games in. <laughs> Ward, what about you? Are you practicing for anything or prepping for any events? Uh, well, I'm trying to paint up some stuff around the basement. Uh, my game plan what is... Are you painting up? My game plan is hopefully dystopian. Okay, and cool. And then something else. Nice. Wait, you're almost... Painted your dystopian. Yeah, I just, gonna, the, I just gotta. Yeah, that's that's part of the reason that I plan on playing. Is that the <laughs> dystopian fleet that you've been working on since the beginning of this podcast? I haven't since like, episode one. I haven't like touched like anymore. So okay, there's been other things in the way, but like yeah, I mean I've got my boats aren't my, as fun to paint. My on large either. floating ship, I still have to do. Well, if it's, it's a sunk ship, that's a problem. As, I know what yeah. you're saying. It's better you're talking about air versus sea. Yes, my, uh, versus my sea. flying ship. But <laughs> this is my large floating ship. I like that. <laughs> uh, and then the Air Fortress, um, the the big mobile Air Fortress that can like walk on land. or Oh, yeah. The one I magnetized for you? The one that you magnetized for me. So I nice. mean, I've got some base coats. It's, it's detail work, essentially, now. So, like, piping and all that fun stuff. So you're going to play any practice games? I know the dystopian community is I'm, actually kind of tough to yeah. find well, practice games with. Really? There's, there's, yeah, really hard to find there's, somebody. There's Mike. And, <laughs> oh, there's Mike. So hard to find there's Mike, somebody. But Mike only has three lists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, well, I mean, I got challenged. Is it three? Too. I got challenged. I got three fleets. Yeah, four fleets. Go. I got four fleets. Four oh, fleets. well. <laughs> so I got, I mean, I got challenged to oh, a grudge man. match for that. So hopefully that'll nice. be in. And then I got to figure out, is that on the Sunday or? Eh? I don't know. I've, I've, I, I think, think the, the show no, 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 Actually, I think the Stopian is on the Saturday because it is right across from 40K. And it's one of the few times John's not playing 40K because he wants to play Dystopian. Oh, okay, that makes oh, sense. Oh, John, not playing the Space Marines. What yeah, the hell? see, Saturday, there's there's all the game systems that I'd be interested in playing, right? There's Attack Wing, there's <laughs> Dystopian, there's there's a War Machine event that day, right? Yeah, so, I think so, yeah. So Saturday's, yeah, a little bit tough to, to pick and choose, so. And then this all depends on if everything works out with work and all that stuff. And oh, buying a house uh, and moving. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean. You know, nothing major. Yeah, so I mean, right now that weekend is kind of jam packed. But my plan so far is dystopia, and then hopefully, maybe War Machine the other day. So, so when are you going to start playing some practice games with Mike uh, and me? My I don't my, know if I have a legal fleet, but I'll try. My plan, my plan <laughs> That'd be is weird practice. My plan is to try to like paint and finish up uh, as much as I can for December, and then start playing some games in January. Do you have a goal for how many games you want to play to get familiar with the rules and everything? Uh, I'm hoping at least half a dozen in both systems. I've been told... Don't you have, like, a, a dystopian table just like me, too? 
Yeah. yeah okay, yeah, just what, wanted what to check. You, what are you getting at? <laughs> <laughs> that you could start playing games now. Well, uh, <laughs> well, we could, but I mean, it's every weekend right now is friggin' packed for. It's either it's not good enough for Mike. Week. I'm, I'm in. Gotcha. I'm in Banff. I'm in Calgary. I'm. Yeah, it's not good enough for Mike Week. Got it. You're really going oh, far out of your way to avoid Mike. So that's pretty insulting. Things you got to do. <laughs> so Mike, we didn't talk about uh, your LVO stuff. You get you're gonna play. Drop uh, yeah, zone? but you know it's gonna be Drop Zone, and I think I've got four models I gotta paint for it to be 100. percent Wow. So no, no. Take that painting prep. Really, then not a ton, but uh, no, just practice. Like somebody said, they were going to help me out. We need to get that. some games in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like that promise. What do you know? What uh, points level they're playing? Fifteen hundred is what. No, it's two thousand. It's two thousand for the LVO. For yeah, DCC, I need to buy some more Shaltari. It's fifteen added out of the basement. Yeah, but it's two thousand. Yeah, fifteen is, t- is common tournament size. That's you my realize it's battle, right? Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought it was. I thought it would have been fifteen. No, no. Um, unless something has changed, it is two grand, which is not the clash. It is no, that's a, a full, lot that's more because it's uh, what is it nine hundred ninety nine to one thousand nine hundred ninety nine is the middle battle, and then the yeah. the big battle is two thousand to three thousand, and it's two thousand. So, so you can have dream slots. snares all over the place. You can have a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, a lot of different battle groups for yeah. sure. That's interesting. Uh, well, you definitely need to practice. Have you played a game that big yet? No, because nobody's bought that much yet. Yeah. Okay. Well, I need to. I do need to pick up some more. Uh, more. You know, Beeple Bart sells a lot of this stuff. Right? Can I play my BattleTech against your Drop Zone? Is that a thing? Sure. They're the same scale. <laughs> I tell you, but what, we'll play Robotech. It'll be close enough. How's that? Is that? Yeah, it's halfway. Halfway. Uh, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You might like half the mechs are in common, so you might actually be able to finish a game within a day. That'd that doesn't sound cool. like fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like every one of our episodes, we started talking about Battletech, which is usually a sign. <laughs> that, Thanks, Dan. That, that it's over. Uh, so we're going to sign off from there. So as always, I'm Steve. I'm Dan. I'm Ward. And I'm Mike. And paint your fucking models and play in some tournaments.